In today's episode of the Yachts Data Dates podcast, we speak to Ikang and Sofia. They're two master students coming here from China and Mexico about their experiences studying at our lovely university. Thank you again for listening. Be sure to check yachts.nl if you'd like some more information about some of the topics raised here in this conversation. And now, without further ado, I bring you Ikang and Sofia. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yeah. Integrating nicely. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, today we have Ikan, yeah. otherwise known as Steven, yeah. and uh, Sofia here, uh, from Mexico, from China, in the reverse order. Yeah. And uh, yeah, could you just shortly introduce yourself? Yeah. Okay. So my name is Steven, and also known as, uh, no, my name is Ikon, but also known as Steven, and I'm from China. I'm a year one student here in Yachts. I'm Sofia, also known as Perla. I have two <laughs> names. <laughs> I'm from Mexico, and I am in the second year of, uh, here in Yachts, and yeah, and I've been living here for one year and a half, so. Yeah, and we also, we both did the uh, pre-master here. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, Oh, I'm Fabian. Hello. Hi. Hello. Uh, so uh, I'm then sitting here as an alumnus. I studied Master, Sci- Master of uh, Data Science and Entrepreneurship here, as it's currently still called before, uh, I think yeah. next year it will be called Master in Data Science in Business and Entrepreneurship, I think. Yeah. Which I also think just fits better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I graduated-ish. Mm-hmm. Soon. Soon. I have one course still to finish because I thought, oh, I'm going to go abroad and do all this stuff. And then a certain type of pandemic happened. Yeah, well. <laughs> kind of sad. Um, I've always wanted to go abroad, but just never possible. Yeah. Okay. So uh, thanks for the hint. <laughs> <laughs> Microphones. Um, but yeah, it's still cool here in Yachts that uh, there's at least internationals coming here if I can't go international myself. Yeah. And uh, that's good. That must yeah. be very weird because here we're sitting from uh, basically the, the three corners of the world, more or less. We have the Netherlands, we have Mexico, kind of, and China. Yeah. 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 It's like a triangle or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I know. I think from Netherlands to China is 11 hours. I mean, if you yeah, fly. It's 12 hours flight. And from Netherlands to the Mexico is also. 11 hours, 12 hours. And Mexico to China? And I think it's still, no, it's more. I think it's more. Almost a perfect triangle. Yeah, Yeah. kind of. But that must be very, uh, there must be some overlap in your experiences of coming to the Netherlands, but also some really big changes, I guess. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) Yeah, because when I came here, it was the COVID situation is really bad here mm-hmm. it's still in lockdown the supermarket would close at six <laughs> in the evening yeah. yeah so it was like really a bad time when mm-hmm. i come here when i came here yeah when yeah. did you arrive i was uh, i arrived at, on march this year so mm-hmm. i've been here for uh, six months oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well i experienced a uh, life before covid here for mm-hmm. some weeks i That's think six, nice. seven weeks. very nice weeks <laughs> yeah. yeah actually kind of cold for me because i i arrived january 2020 Ooh. it was great was that was one of the people. few times that we actually had snow here no that was this that was year yeah, but okay. i also enjoy it sadly but uh, yeah i kind of experienced carnival so that was great and carnival in different places because you will see if you come to the bus to study carnival here is quite different from carnival in breda that is close by mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it is still different and yeah you can be partying into different places, into different ways. 
mm-hmm. during carnival season. But well, after that, we have um, to change the structure of the courses. So yeah, I did online uh, lessons the rest of my mm-hmm. <laughs> studying life mm-hmm. till now. So now everything is, go- is going on campus again. Uh, luckily, yeah. I also yeah. I studied two years at Yards. Half a year was on campus. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's just sad because the, the campus is amazing here. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Such a great environment, also mm. a great place to live, isn't it? Yeah, it's convenient to yeah. live next to the campus. You just wake up, go to the campus. I know. I wanted to do that at, at the beginning, but yeah, I didn't do it anyway. I mean, uh, okay. Why, why didn't you do it? Because uh, usually those places are super crowded. I mean, you cannot find a nice place to live there because everyone wants it. Yeah, yeah, know? that's true. So when I arrived, everyone, everything was was booked. Or uh, was okay. not available, yeah. so I had to stay in Rotterdam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but then everything was online, so uh-huh. I decided, okay, I'm gonna stay in Rotterdam uh, anyway, I and see. I, see. I stay there. And yeah, I think now everything is available again. Oh. I know you both of you are living there, right? And yeah. on campus, you're yeah. both living on campus. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. great. I, I I I like a lot this those places. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because now yeah, Rotterdam, it's also a very different city compared to... Yeah, it is. Google. But I love that. Yeah. I love that I'm living in two different places in the same country because I can see the difference. Mm-hmm. In, I uh, mean, usually... I think you can't find a bigger contrast in the Netherlands than Rotterdam. And, exactly, and exactly. And people usually from abroad, people think, oh, the Netherlands is this and this and this. And three labels. Yeah. You can add uh, the words there. But... The Netherlands is even if it is a small country has a lot of different things. Uh, so I like a lot to live in the north somehow and mm-hmm. also study in the south, so I can experience both uh, worlds mm-hmm. here. Isn't it lovely that in this small country we still talk about the north and the south? Yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. right. And I think that the, I think there is a river, right? That yeah. makes a difference, yeah. but I don't know the name. Yeah. I forgot. The Maas, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Or the Rhein. I also don't know. I should know. Yeah. it uh, wasn't my thing in high school. Yeah. <laughs> I see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have kind of the north and the south, and the south is more um, party, a bit more yeah. Burgundian, nice food, a bit more leisurely, and the yeah. north is uh-huh. a bit more structural and yeah. we call the, uh-huh. the Randstad, edge city. I'm not sure. Just where the big cities are, like Utrecht yeah. and Rotterdam, exactly. Rotterdam and Amsterdam and Mm-hmm. And the Hague. And the Hague. Yeah. It's different, but it's nice. Oh. Both, both areas are nice. I know Mexicans living here in the Moss and also Eindhoven, and they, they love it. Mm-hmm. And I know Mexicans living in North Holland and South Holland, and they love it too. So, yeah. Okay. That's nice to know. Yeah. Mexicans are loving Netherlands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, because... Um, <laughs> If I think of Mexico, <laughs> the, the image that's in my mind is very different from the Netherlands. So how also the people, like the general culture, it seems way more open, inviting in a way. And I hear from a lot of people that come here, and maybe that's also different with China, I'm not sure, mm-hmm. that we are very standoffish and maybe a bit more uh, to ourselves. Yeah, you can manage your own things. If you have a problem, you have to ask me. Yeah, and then I will help you, but I won't yeah. just come approach like, "Hey, can I help? Come off, come over." Have yeah, dinner. that is part of the culture. I mean, I'm not saying you are wrong or or well, you know, it's just part of the culture. 
But yeah, in Mexico, everyone is super warm. I see the difference, for instance, every time I arrived, I come back or yeah, if I am there for holidays and then I, I come back with my luggage. I am not that tall. I am mm -hmm. 160, one meter, 60 centimeters. So mm -hmm. I cannot uh, put the luggage in the train easily. Mm -hmm. In Mexico, if you see that, you will help. You, no one, I mean, you, you don't have to ask. Someone else is going yeah. to approach you and yeah. And here is like, okay, if she needs help, she will ask. She will ask. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's, for instance, an example of how things work here. Yeah. Um, it's not wrong. It's just. Yeah. Just yeah. It's different. Right. Yeah. Also, like I guess with China, uh, that is way more hierarchical there. I think in China the situation is, at least in my city, is similar mm -hmm. to Netherlands. I think. Yeah. Yeah, because people won't just help you, f like. You can take it for granted or something. Mm. It's like oh, yeah. if you need help, you ask for it and people will give it to you. But if you just stay there, didn't ask, and the people won't just help you for free or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the situation. Oh, in China. yeah, I see. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's also still quite individualistic in that sense. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, be because uh, actually I'm from like a kind of a big city in China, and there are many. Uh, big people. city China means. Population of Netherlands in a city, right? Almost, yeah. <laughs> I think even bigger population in oh, my city, yeah. yeah. We, we have so many people, like so many different people coming from different countries or different regions in China. So it's like a diversity. People like uh, just trying to fit in. Mm -hmm. They are more care about their, themselves. Yeah. So if you don't ask for help, they won't just help you. Yeah. So they care more about themselves than mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, true. So those are all very different, but how do you feel uh, when you come to Yats? You go, come and study here, very different people, of course, various countries. Um, how did that go for you guys, just starting to study here? Yeah, well, I'm living in Rotterdam, right? Yeah. So we already said uh, that area of the Netherlands is a little bit more individualistic. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was quite nice to see that here in Jats, everyone is super warm. Like if you need anything, literally anything, someone will help you. And that's that's great. You can send an email and also you can just go to look for Nigel yeah, <laughs> or Nigel. Fabian yeah. or Susan or anyone and they will help you eventually. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I like that a lot. In North Brabant in general, people mm -hmm. is like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah. It's also just very convenient, I think, that everyone here is in the same building. Yeah, that's this is just yeah. the building of the masters, mm -hmm. and there's some stuff on the side, and that's mostly it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, very it's convenient. You can just walk. Oh, I'll just go down and see Nigel, or you can always approach me or whatever. And like, yeah, hey. exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. Okay. How was that for you, Ikan? For me, you mean starting here? Yeah, just uh, coming to yards. I think uh, first, I think uh, starting here is quite different. Uh, quite different from the study I did in China. Mm -hmm. Like because the whole system, the thing is yeah. like two different things for me. Mm. But for the people here, they are really warm. Like yeah. Nigel, for example, he's mm. a really nice guy. He helps mm -hmm. a lot. And I think, I I think uh, I I won't be. I don't know how to say that, but I'm happy that I can get a lot of help here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I can true. imagine coming in here and then you, you need to get a, a BSN and get registered in municipality. Oh my God, yeah. yeah <laughs> it must yeah. be jarring. 
Yeah, because uh, like I said before, when I came here, it was like a really serious lockdown here. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't get any help, but I still have to like register, get a BSN bank account yeah. and everything. Mm -hmm. And actually, Yas is really helpful. If I'm if I don't know how to do something, I just email someone. And if they don't know, they will find someone that can yes. help me. Yeah. And that's really helpful. Yeah. yeah. It is. What did you guys find uh, most difficult in studying in the Netherlands or going to study here? Um, <laughs> integration, maybe. Yeah. yeah, it's not like impossible, but if you want to be integrated in the society, in general, in the community, you also have to do something about it. That's... That's the truth, because yeah. sometimes you will hear, especially if you're international, you will hear, you don't need to learn Dutch, you don't need to learn this, yeah. you don't need to eat this or that. Yeah, it's true, you don't need to, but it's also nice if you try. Yeah. Because if you try, you are pushing yourself a little bit, but also people will see, okay, this girl is trying to speak Dutch, even though mm -hmm. she doesn't have a clue. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's nice. I mean, if someone is... Uh, willing to help you, especially here in Yats, why not try to say hoi, or mm -hmm. or I don't know who had it. Yes. You know, like the small, oh, nice. small, uh, uh, yeah, uh, small um, words, small sentences mm -hmm. that will make someone happy. And we're back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we had some small technical difficulties, but uh, when you went and came to the Yats, uh, or the Netherlands, or just as an international student, did you face any big hurdles? Not a big one. I don't think I face any big one. This things are easy for me <laughs> somehow. Maybe because I'm just gifted. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe I get a lot of help from yachts from other students. So mm -hmm. it's quite a smooth path for me. Mm -hmm. yeah. Was it also with uh, getting a living space? Because I hear from a lot of people that is quite difficult. For me, it's like I chose a time no one wants to come here. So finding a place is not that difficult. I just email someone, I need a place, and yeah. mm -hmm. the agency just test me back or something. Oh, actually, they call me from New oh, really? to China. They said, oh, we have a room. Do you want it? And I say, okay, fine. <laughs> okay, and I sure. just get it. Oh, cool. And that was uh, then uh, at Gap, I guess? At what? The, the housing agency of the, yeah, the campus yeah, here? Yeah, that's it, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've heard very, um, I've heard various evaluations of GAP. Mm -hmm. Some are very not happy with them, uh -huh. and others are just, yo, it worked, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I am on the side of, I've never had problems with them, but I've heard from other people that it uh, it's not always the best. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I, I have to deal with uh, different people from the agency. Mm -hmm. Some of them are nice, uh, but some of them are not. But after all, I still get a place, right? And mm -hmm. that's, that that works out for me. Oh. Mm -hmm. I think that's fine. Ah, okay. Yeah. But you live in Rotterdam because it was hard to find a place? Yeah, I think you were quite somehow lucky because you yeah. arrived in a moment when everyone was going somewhere else, yeah. going back home uh, mm -hmm. usually. Because yeah, we were in a lockdown, so you don't have you don't want to live somewhere else. You want to live with your parents probably, or when where mm. you feel at home, right? Yeah. yeah, it was a very large exodus. Yeah, mm. so for you it was convenient. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, usually I know the Netherlands is known 
because the internationals, uh, yeah, they struggle a lot finding a place. I know Tilburg had a small problem that people uh, sleeping in parks, for instance. That was more than one year ago when I arrived. Oh wow! I'm th I'm talking about January 2020. Mm -hmm. So people arrive and they don't have Airbnbs available. Or they don't have, they don't have a housing. They don't have anything. So, yeah, that happened. <laughs> wow, I, I've not heard of that before. Yeah, yeah. but that's a particular uh, period, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's not that doesn't happen that often. Yeah, okay. And yeah, when I arrived, I was looking for a place here in the bus. I was living in Rotterdam because I am lucky enough to have family here. So I was living mm. with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and eventually we the lockdown started, mm -hmm. so we decided, and I decided I don't want to leave that far away because then I have to take the train to yeah, come here. Back, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and yeah, I stay with him for some months, and then I find my own place in Rotterdam. Yeah, okay, but yeah, I think it'll, housing is quite. I mean, f find a place here is a little bit difficult, yeah. but eventually you will find it. Yeah, and I've yeah. also heard from a lot of people that it's just much easier once you're here to yeah, find something it is. else. Mm -hmm. Also, you can avoid the scams because if you are somewhere else mm -hmm. and you are looking for a place, especially in the big cities, I, I don't know here in the bus, probably in Eindhoven and Tilburg happens, uh, you you want a place and then you will feel the the need of put some money on, mm. on a place to, yeah, yeah, you know? And what I've heard from many people is the way you get a place is by knowing people. Yeah. yeah. So you know someone and it says, oh, I know this other person who's leaving uh, the room. Yeah, Maybe that's, you that's true. Yeah. That's true. I've heard that's more or less how people get a room because it's just a mess. Because I also try to do my best in uh, finding some places for students mm. to, uh, yeah. to get in. Uh, I have family who are, who are complex managers in some City, so I'm like, yeah, maybe I can kind of know beforehand yeah, yeah. when uh, rooms are going to be empty, so I can yeah, exactly. scooch some internationals in. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it's, it's incredibly difficult and should really start on time. If, if you come here as an international student, it, it's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Start on time in uh, looking for it. Myself, even as a Dutch student, uh, I live, I lived with my parents for a bit, and it was two hours away yeah i had to take a train and then a bus wow. of an hour because it was in the middle of nowhere mm -hmm. small village low big yay <laughs> um but it took me a year to find a place here on campus to live in yeah 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 oh, guess i'm lucky You're, I only, yes i only took one month or something that's uh, great th that's very yeah. good yeah uh -huh. yeah and uh, for me also the, the reason that i got in was because of this exodus of people because of the <laughs> pandemic, so it just exactly. came in. Exactly, uh, I received the, the email to, yeah, we have now uh, more places available on campus, oh, but okay. I, was, I was already living somewhere else, so uh, yeah, I said I don't want to yeah. to move here now. Yeah, so. and also some general tips um, is that uh, a lot of people also just live in either Eindhoven or Tilburg, yeah. and yeah. then just commute. Mm -hmm. It's quite it's close by, pretty doable. 15 minutes. Yeah, and 20 train. minutes. Yeah, 20 uh, minutes by, by train, and the train station is eight minutes of a walk. Yeah. So in half an hour, you're on campus. And um, you, you can probably find a bit more affordable housing there, if you find a place at least. Uh, and then if you have unlimited travel, I think... Like me, <laughs> I have unlimited travel. Yeah, and that's outside of peak hours. Yeah. And the travel is 100 euros a month or something. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and then it's it's, okay. it's doable. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And that's the thing that actually really surprised me. Like uh, the Dutch students, they are really used to commute mm. by train to schools. Like they can take the trains every day uh, from their home to the campus and mm. then yeah. go back home. But in China, we, we normally don't do that. No? No, like taking a train is like going to visit another city. That means like a holiday or something. And it's not like you do that every day. How do you then commute to different places? Because these cities are enormous. Like drive by car or mm. by bus or something. But normally not train. Okay, yeah. interesting. I thought there would be like tram networks or something like that. Yeah. It's mostly buses. I guess. The traffic would be terrible, but we don't have train like for for you to commute. How interesting, because I always hear about these amazing train networks in China, but that's just intercity train networks, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, the yeah. intercity train yeah, like yeah, yeah. between cities. Yeah. Like you won't, you won't be like living in a city A and then you go to work in a city B. Yeah. You just live inside the city A for your yeah. work. And then you drive inside the city, yeah. or you take the public transport or something. Maybe different. you take the metro. Yeah, yeah, metro mostly. And those are maybe the ones you know, yeah. the metro network. That's really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah, cool yeah, in yeah. China. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, generally here it's pretty easy, and otherwise <laughs> you get a bike. Yeah. <laughs> I have some experiences. I just get my bike. There's mm-hmm. like three weeks ago or something. Uh-huh. I've been living here for one year and a half and I didn't have a bike before. Uh, maybe that's where the integration was very difficult. Yeah, probably. Uh, the bike. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, I finally decided, yeah, I have to, yeah. to practice and I have to get mm-hmm. the bike, whatever. Mm. And yeah, it's doing well. Did you have to learn how to ride a bike? No, no, no. I mean, I learned okay. that when I was a kid. But because there's also many people who don't learn that and yeah, then come here. I know. It's very I know. I it's surprising for you, I, I think. Yeah, here we grow up on the bike. Yeah. 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 I've seen that. I I am always amazed amazed with these uh, little girls or boys four years old in the bike. Like Yes. For me it's surprising. I learned with the small wheels, you know. Yeah, <laughs> when wheel. I was eight years old. So yeah. <laughs> yeah for uh, me it's, it's a necessity right. here generally because people yeah. just take their kids on the bike to primary school yeah. and middle school. And mm-hmm. You have, uh, when the kids are about 12 or 13, they go to high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We call it middle school, but high school, I guess. Junior high school. Or yeah. And yeah. Then you, you have those small kids where the girls are bigger than the boys. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> they have these super big backpacks. Uh-huh. They, they travel in these packs of like 20, 30 students who all drive together from their villages uh-huh. to oh, nice. high school. Uh, it, it's super funny and incredibly frustrating because they don't really cycle that well and they don't <laughs> have a, a lot of regard yeah, for other well. people. But uh, it, it's funny to see all these kiddos just with the way too big backpacks going to school. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's super funny. But yeah, generally, if you do live in the Netherlands, you need a bike. Yeah, that's true. Even though if you live in the Netherlands, that uh, I mean, in the city in the big city in the center of the big city in downtown mm-hmm. you don't need a bike mm-hmm. it depends because i didn't I, I didn't have to get a bike because i could go an, anywhere in tram or metro but i'm talking mm-hmm. about rotterdam mm-hmm. or maybe mm-hmm. the hague or amsterdam but if you live anywhere else like yeah. i don't know you need a bike for yeah, sure uh, generally yeah. you just 
really do. It's easier. Yeah. yeah. And you just get everywhere very conveniently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just need to get uh, used to cheap. cycling in the rain sometimes. Yeah. yeah. In the snow. <laughs> I think I think it's also possible to rent a bike here. Yeah. yeah. Swap feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And OB fit, I guess, for one day. OB fit, like from the NS. Oh yeah, so yeah. you have um, uh, bikes that are connected to the the, the, the public transport. Uh, those are yeah. OV bikes. Those are yeah. yellow blue mm. bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Um, and you also have swap feet. Yeah. Feet mm-hmm. is the Dutch word for bike, so swap bike. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's twelve fifty a month, and I find it an incredibly bad deal. But so many people use it. Where you just get I a bike. Yeah, I find it an incredibly <laughs> bad deal. In <laughs> ten months, you could have just bought a really nice second-hand bike. Oh, yeah, okay. it's true. Yeah, but um, it, it's also quite convenient because if if it gets broken, you just bring it there and they repair it, and yeah. then you continue. Yeah, they will take care of it. Yeah, and you just get a bike, and that's it. But uh, I would just buy a second-hand bike and then mm-hmm. deal with it, it that it way. It depends of yeah, what yeah, do you prefer. If you're only here for a few months, exactly, yeah. then it's very convenient. Mm-hmm. And students also just like the the smaller monthly payment yeah. versus the one big time yeah, payment. Yeah, yeah. Generally, yeah, that's true. that that's where they get you in everything, right? Yeah, <laughs> Netflix, Spotify. Oh, how much money I've spent on Spotify! Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but uh, that's all the social stuff. But yachts is a study. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Uh, with what? Thoughts? Did you actually choose this master's out of well, if you come from an international country, all the other studies in the world? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Why come here? Yeah, I know. Actually, I had that conversation yesterday with one friend of mine. He just arrived, oh, so, so you practiced. Yeah, <laughs> I practiced for this. No, no, no. But uh, yeah, he asked me like, why did you choose this master? Mm-hmm. We have data science everywhere now, and yeah, my story is more uh, like. I was looking for a master for almost two years. Mm-hmm. I took my time. So I was hesitating with I'm among uh, Canada, London, mm-hmm. I mean Toronto, London, and the Netherlands. Like the London in Canada? Or the London in the UK? Yeah, London <laughs> in the UK. Okay, because, because there's a there's a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so weird. I know, I know, no, no. UK, mm-hmm. Canada, and the Netherlands, okay? Yeah. And at that moment, and yeah, I didn't find a master that was linked with the entrepreneurial or mm-hmm. business area. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about data science and something else, yeah. right? The masters I found in, in Toronto were uh, about research stuff, and the ones I found in London were great, but a little bit over my budget. Like so, three times the price or something? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I said, okay, I could do that, but also I don't want to spend that amount of money right now in my life, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I, I cannot do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that's why I chose the Netherlands, and mm-hmm. then I applied to three different ones, because I said, I want to be here for in, the, in this year, you know, I want to be mm-hmm. here in 2020, I don't want to be here one year after or one year before, 2020 yeah. is the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will do anything it takes to do that. Yeah. Okay. And I will not say the other ones, but yeah, I applied to three. Mm-hmm. And all in the Netherlands or also different? Okay. Here in three different cities. And I was accepted to two of those. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, it was, I mean, Eindhoven University was the more realistic one because they told me, you are not ready for data science. Mm -hmm. I mean, we like you a lot, but you are not ready. Mm -hmm. So you should uh, take it from master because you, my background is in industrial engineering. Mm -hmm. So they were quite honest with me. And the other one told me, yeah, you're right. And I saw the study program, of course. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, oh my God, I'm not ready for this. No. I didn't do uh, anything related before. So that's why I decided, okay, Eindhoven is more honest. Mm -hmm. And yeah, everything started from, from that, right? Ah, so you did the pre-master in the end. I did the pre-master no. and that was... Yeah. I think a smart decision, and then mm -hmm. I did. I am doing the master now. I've heard from many that the pre-master is uh, quite heavy, especially yeah. the programming part. If you haven't programmed, that it can yeah, be quite. Yeah, it uh, is. It is heavy, but you know, if you don't take it, necessary. Then, yeah. and if you don't take take it, and you think that's heavy, mm -hmm. then the master is gonna be hell for you. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's actually nice that you have it as a. Apart, you know, it's a small trial by fire. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Actually, I have the similar situation mm. because I only applied uh, master programs here in Netherlands because I want to study here for my master. Mm -hmm. So I actually I applied six schools mm -hmm. in total. I got offer from all of them, mm -hmm. but only this program in Yats, they are telling me, no, you couldn't go to the master directly. You have to do a pre-master first mm -hmm. because we look at your uh, yeah. profile and we saw you haven't done something like the machine learning thing, mm -hmm. like something else. Yeah. You have to you have to do it first before you go into the program. So they they are being totally honest to exactly. me. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's why I like okay. If you are being that honest to me, then I will choose you. That's so interesting because. Uh, recently there was an uh, accreditation effort for the study and we actually found that we're um, very tough on selection and mm -hmm. tougher on selection than other data science masters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and we're actually currently in a review process of whether that's good or bad. Mm -hmm. But it's very interesting to hear that the pre instead of being a hurdle, it's actually a reason that you came here. Yeah, that's weird, but that's the reason actually. That's yeah. very interesting to me. I haven't heard that before. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you want to, to learn data science and you are from a different background. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's For me, I'm actually, um, I, I started software engineering mm -hmm. my bachelor and I applied this data science thing and they still t telling me to do a pre-master. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I already know the program. <laughs> I already know something about machine learning and everything. But they're still telling me to do it. And after I do it, I, I can immediately tell why they why? are telling me to do the pre-master. Yeah. Okay, so it, it was also useful in that regard. Yeah, it's super useful. What did you f what did you miss from software engineering then? Like databases or something? Mm, no, I missed the introduction to mach machine learning course. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't have like any knowledge about the machine learning. Mm -hmm. And I also don't have any course about Python. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. oh, that's a big one. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. actually I already know another uh, other programming languages like which are R, C++, C++, which is yeah. more, difficult, more difficult than Python. Yeah, yeah I, also, I started learning programming in C++. And you have to do all kinds of memory allocation and all that stuff and then yeah, you start in Python is just do this. Oh, it works. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, that's like some of the knowledge I still need to get into the data science field. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Cool. 
Oh, how interesting. I'm learning new things here. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. Super cool. But yeah, and then, uh, yeah, the, the reason that I came and study here, uh, because I come from the Netherlands, yeah. and I did a bachelor's in AI, and I actually didn't need to do a pre-master because I did all kinds of electives, like databases and big data and that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I was able to just uh, get in immediately. And my, my reasoning was also just that I really wanted to do data science, Mm-hmm. but I wanted to do something more practical because yeah. I, I'm i more of a broadly developing person than very deep in a certain way. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know the fundamentals. I want to know something deep enough that I can do stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, And that's just something that I want to do and what I enjoy. And if I uh, need to know something deeper, mm-hmm. then I have the skills to go deeper, mm-hmm. but not to go deeper for the sake of going deeper. Yeah, yeah. That, I know what you mean. That's my reasoning and I found just that Yats here and the, the study in Mastering Data Science and Entrepreneurship uh, <laughs> that it it just fit that theme better yeah and it's like a really practical program yeah and you just I'm also very independent and I want to be able to do everything myself uh-huh. and understand the entire yeah. process mm-hmm. how do you set up the idea or the entire uh, how do you uh, evaluate an idea and validate it's actually a good idea oh, yeah. how do you talk to stakeholders mm-hmm. and then also just the entire process of how do you do the data science part and how can you tinker with it yourself and understand what the underlying parts are yeah. and how they uh-huh. interconnect mm-hmm. what that's the challenges how you learn. are that's how you learn yeah mm-hmm. and also that's how you sell your ideas mm-hmm. i mean something i like a lot about this master is that part and i know some students i mean this is a contradictory point because some people hate it some people love it Mm -hmm. um but for me it's like yeah you can uh, you can only learn data science only data science without the business area but if you learn the business part then Mm -hmm. you can uh, be an entrepreneur inside of a company or Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur just to create your own startup or something and that's super valuable 2021 i mean in this moment of of life Mm -hmm. it's like Super valuable. Yeah. Companies love that, and it's if a trend. yeah, it's yeah. a trend. And if mm-hmm. if you are working in a project or in a department, they will value that because yeah. you can yeah. de- you can develop an idea from scratch to yeah. something that is actually functional for for a company. Yeah, and you, you understand the, the 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 outer layer of structures that exactly. Uh, that it all needs to connect to because you can build the most amazing machine learning model but if it you know, if you don't exactly. know how to put it into practice yeah, then yeah, it yeah. just stays cool and that's it mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. yeah so yeah th- that's also why i came here and uh, i feel after graduating that i really got out of it what i wanted yeah. that's also why i stayed here and we started working here yeah and i think it's an amazing institution it is good uh, to know yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah pitch for the day lab <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, that's also really uh, why I studied here. And uh, that's also what I really liked about the master thesis. Because you're now starting your master thesis slowly. And for you, it's still quite a year away. Yeah, so uh, what I really liked is that you can just, any idea that's in your mind, you can just do. You can do like an internship if that's what you want or work at a big company and then very easily get a job there. That Mm. generally works out that way. Mm. Um, But also for me, I, I did something extremely niche because I love arts and science. So I wanted to study creativity and what you can do with technology to support oh, creativity. That's cool. But there aren't any professors that are yeah. in that field because it's super niche. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. but it was still fine. And I, I found two amazing professors, one in recommender systems and one more on uh, business innovation and more business creativity. Yeah. Um, and I was still able to do my own project from scratch. I just imagined everything. And of course, the pandemic right. was kind of a dumper, but mm-hmm. uh, you can just do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's true. really cool here. Just because it's, it's a master's in entrepreneurship. It's about initiative. And yeah. Yeah. any initiative you have, you can do. Whether it's on the social side with student and the study association or whatever, and like drinks or ski trips, mm-hmm. to um, you can approach any professor and be like, "Yo, uh, yeah, do you need a student? Or if you yeah. want to start do a startup, or you want to start freelancing at the data lab, mm-hmm. yeah, there's so many opportunities. I think it that is. I like that a lot. It's a nice uh, ecosystem. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's all in one super cozy campus. Yes, yeah. the cozy campus. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, that's actually, I guess, what I wanted to talk about. Nice, super mm-hmm. cool. Do you have uh, guys have some maybe some closing statements or remarks or? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you are listening to this and you are thinking about start your master here, mm-hmm. yeah, feel. I mean, you are gonna if you want to do it, you are gonna feel welcome here, and if you want to do it soon, maybe you will find me here. Uh-huh. Or Fabian, uh, if not, you can always ask Nigel. Yeah. And yeah, if you are scared from the Netherlands, don't be. It's mm. a nice uh, country. Yeah, it's a nice ecosystem. I think the one of the greatest ecosystem I've ever been. So mm. it's nice to be here. Yeah, yeah. good praise. <laughs> mm-hmm. For me, it's like uh, if you are thinking about doing something about data science and want to be a entrepreneur. Then this is this program in Yas is definitely the one you should consider. Yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend. Highly recommend hybrids. Yeah. Well, I picked the right people to put on that couch. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for your time, guys. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to the Yachts Data Dates podcast. If you'd like some more information about some of the topics raised in this conversation, feel free to check yachts.nl. See you next time.